I mean, you're making the assumption this is the first cup of tea I've had, which clearly, well, I mean, first of all, I don't have this cup of tea yet, but even if I did, it wouldn't be the first cup of tea I've had today. Obviously, it would be one of many is what I would say about that. I feel like you probably need like, you know how the Yanks have got that fucking drip coffee on their desk? You need like one of those, but tea. Bit what? You know, you, you got like that. that the pot, the fucking coffee pot, it's just like mm. dripping coffee in there. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean that's called a teapot, and and we have we have actually invented that technology. That that is a thing. Um, good for you. Yeah. So there is that. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> yeah, I guess that that hasn't made it down under yet. Welcome to Game of Nodes, a weekly podcast from independent validator teams. Hello and welcome to Game of Nodes, a weekly podcast from independent validator teams. And oh, that's a doco. Oh, still no sound. Oh, still dude. No sound. One week, <laughs> no, there's no sound on one end, and then there's iCloud notifications on the other end. Ah, <laughs> Noel's taking a phone call. You and me, buddy. Sheer embarrassment. <laughs> um, uh, maybe we should hop on the stream more than two minutes after when it's supposed to start, just to like iron out these things. Like turn off notifications and make sure the I microphone mean, works and make our tea. Like usually right, we start it, that process at twenty one oh two. I'm saying we back it up ten minutes. So here's the thing, right? Um, yes, I was late. Yeah, okay, I, mm-hmm. I accept that. But at least in my defense, my microphone was on and worked first time, and <laughs> notifications are silenced on the laptop. Like uh-huh. it's a low bar. Like I fully accept that. That is a hundred percent the case. Um, but, oh, and I've been delivered a cup of tea. Oh, look at that. It turns out just being generally incompetent in life. Um, people take pity on you. Oh, it is pity, isn't it? It mm-hmm. is pity. There's I've no had a few of that. There's no point pretending it's anything other than mm-hmm. pity. Um, I'll, I'll duck out in a minute. The so. one, <laughs> the ones who love you realize that you're incompetent and somehow step in Yeah, to fix oh, things. You know, yes. Yeah. A little bit of, um, a little bit of several things, I suppose. Um, possibly. Well, so, <laughs> just laughing at Noel's camera. <laughs> so Noel, there, there is some bullshit on these things. So when you uh, do something else on your phone, you can't like get the camera back. So I'm going to have to like, I don't know, disconnect it and reconnect it. Or I think last time I had to like leave the studio and come back. You might need to... Uh, try hitting the little uh, camera icon in Chrome to have it reassociate any sort of permissions. Maybe sometimes that happens. The one in the menu bar, but yes. Yeah. I mean, the moral of that story is like, don't take a phone call in the middle of a stream, but I mean, away from that. I mean, otherwise you're right. <laughs> and now, so I, <laughs> Schultz, tell me your mic works because everybody else has left. <laughs> oh my goodness that is definitely your camera mic yep for sure yep 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 so is the thing just like fraught with problems or what the stream yes the stream is fraught with problems you're you're sounding great now you're good schultz has got the wrong mic i always sounded good so Uh, oh Oh, you're talking about schultz okay Okay, did it did it register now it might have registered now nope wrong mic all right keep trying it's, it's like a weekly thing with Schultzy that that's is. Why we, that's why we keep this. Doesn't, 
It's like the wrong mic. The mic doesn't work. It flicks over to his headphones. Honestly, yeah. if we didn't have these issues, the show would only be 60 minutes long. So it's all good. You know, I think it's actually my, my cable because I keep having. Yeah, that's definitely it. Whatever you just touched there went bad. Well, it like muted, right? Why does it yeah. say it's muted? Because it, it might have, um, maybe because maybe it saw the mic change or something or it saw the mic disappear. So maybe it automatically does something. All right. Well, hey, we're so back. Cables fucked or something. Are you kicking the cable? Yeah, well, no, wasn't. No, no. wasn't here. This kind of seemed like an opportune moment to go get snacks from the cupboard. <laughs> Just leave me alone. That's fine. We did it. We're good. That's yeah, all right. This, uh. you know, this is this is live broadcasting. Like uh, a lot of funny things have happened. You know, like on radio, they used to have specific like songs they used to go to that were long enough that they could go for a piss. Yes, they were like broadcasting solo. I feel like. Hmm, it does feel more. like broadcasting solid, isn't it? Oh, I was going to say what the one of the <laughs> this this might not be a real fact, but it's one that I kind of remember it being in a documentary. But like, I don't know if that's like a false memory. But I feel like there was a thing about how one of the first Rush songs to like get played on the radio was short enough to be played on the radio, but long enough that presenters were like, "Shit, I can sneak out and go for a piss," and that was part of the popularity of the song. Um, but maybe that's not true. I don't know. A bigger Rush fan than me would have to correct me on that one. I, I don't think that's true. I don't think it's a Rush one. I think, but I think it is referencing a, a real situation. But I don't think it's um, like mm-hmm. no. I, I don't think it was like a twenty-one twelve situation or somebody went and took a shit for twenty minutes or something. Oh yeah, because but... like wasn't the wasn't the first Rush song got some radio play by Working Man or something? Which it might is been, not... Yeah, yeah, that was seventy-four. That's like seven and a half, eight minutes. If I remember, is it? It's yeah. not that long. No, mm-hmm. there must have been a radio edit. There's no six way they played it. Six and a half, seven. Oh, well, maybe maybe it's true then. I'm going for I'm going from memory here, but it's definitely the longest song off the original album. Oh yeah, well, if it was there already. Oh, okay, we're going to seven oh six. Boom! There, holy shit! Here we go. Uh, write in on the comments if you think there is a radio edit of Working Man. I don't know. I don't think there is. I don't. But I did. I playing a seven minute long song. But that was the day of seven minute songs, right? I'm like, that's well, like what? So, so that's. Like, that's 74. What Zeppelin album is that? Is it that's Presence? A, no, way before, way before that. Because um, oh, no, Presence was like 78, wasn't it? That's when they're they're already done. They're wrapping up. That's like right. in through the outdoor where nobody showed up and shit. Like hold, that's like around Hold that up, hold up. Achilles Last Stand is not nobody showed up. No, I, I'm not saying that. I, I, great fucking album. Like, but so A House of the Holy is 73, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, okay. yeah. And Zeppelin 4 is right. You know, Zeppelin had barely gone, started going prog at that point. Yeah, but so, yeah. but but like you have no quarter. That's seven oh, minutes. Like, Rain song, seven minutes, and then you then right after that is physical graffiti, oh, which shit, means yeah, and Rain you even had on there, isn't it? yeah, that's and you long. even at that point you had um shit. You probably had uh what do you call it? Cashmere it was like nine minutes or something. That would have been seventy. Th- that would have been around the same time. So I think it's a lot of shit going on there. It's, it's seven eight minutes. What's yeah, interesting right. about that is that's also true of movie lengths. Movie lengths capped out. Uh, in, in the 70s for how long they are. And then they've been actually decreasing in length ever since. So, Ex- Except for, uh, what do you call it? Um, Scorsese movies? Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's outliers, of course, but the average <laughs> length of the movie is actually lower than it was in the 60s and 70s. Because there was, like, they're still trying to figure out, okay, how long can we do it? Because then there's also the period in which, you know, you do a double feature when mm. there'd be two movies back to back and you just kind of wander in and out. Right. They're still kind of getting used to that whole situation. Now it's not a thing anymore, barring some theaters. But then they had to reduce length and blah, 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 blah. 
It's definitely your your cable. Like it's like it, is, is it it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's just like it just cuts in and out every once in a while. So it's definitely something like it's not, it definitely sounds something physical. Okay. Physical. All right. I'll see if I this uses like one of those uh, mini USBs, the ones that has like the different ridges and stuff on it. So uh-huh. I don't really have a replacement cable for it on hand. Uh, yeah. Software. We'll make through it. Yeah. Yeah. So here we are. So I noticed the spreadsheet is light this week. Has our researcher quit? He, he was on the piss instead of doing his job. What does that mean exactly? Typical Australian. Let me drunk all week. Hey, what do you what mean? That, what does that term is mean that exactly? Question? Yeah, that's a question. What does that, what does that term mean? On the piss? Yeah. On the piss. It's not that's, really, that's not really common here. That's an phrase as well. We say that. Out on the piss. Get on the piss. Yeah, yeah. Get okay. on it. The the it being the piss. Yeah, Ben Davis is here. There you go. Ben's you can't, in the chat. You can't define the phrase by just repeating the phrase over and over. That doesn't work that way. Ben, ben knows what being on the piss is. That's I'm, sure he, I'm sure, sure he does. I'm sure Ben's been on the piss. You know? <laughs> who hasn't? Probably on the piss right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, most of the people who tune into the live stream are on the piss. Speaking of on the piss, uh, um, I guess our Christmas show is mm. next week, right? Next Wednesday? Shit. Is it? Yeah, it is. The 20th. I guess um, so. Next Wednesday, I, I may be joining from the beach. What is what date is that? Uh, Twenty one. Fuck! I'll be in the car. I'll be joining you from the car. <laughs> I have the vague feeling that there's something in my calendar next Wednesday that isn't this, but I, I, I don't know, man. It's probably fine. Wait, wait, wait. Am I going to go see Die Hard at the cinema next Wednesday? Oh, that sounds cinema. That, that sounds awesome. That sounds fucking plausible. Last year, so last year I went, I, I did the same thing. There was like, um, there's like an independent cinema not too far from me showing uh, Die, Hard, <coughs> Die Hard and just like a pizza night. Yeah. And it was, it was great. It's a great film. Oh, Called shit. Up. They're doing that here too. I oh. almost watched Die Hard last night. It comes up in the, every year it comes up in the Christmas films section. It's rated, film. It's, it's rated, rated R. I mean, it's rated R for language. Rated There's nothing R for radical. I'm trying to think if I should drag my 10 and 12 year olds to this. I see no reason why not to. Oh, yeah. That was, I deep. mean, there's no, there's nothing I mean, really like nudity, Gun, right? You should not like Top Gun, right? Uh, they have seen, yeah, sure. They've seen Top yeah, Gun. It's no more violent than Top Gun. And Top Gun is like PG 13, though. I got, I got with that. I think, I think the rating, though, is like from the 80s. Cringy it's like an stuff. 80s R, which is like a PG 13, like a hard PG 13. It's, like, it's like a G now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 80s. I know exactly what you mean by 80s R. Like now you look at it, like, what are they, what were they worried about? Somebody said, fuck. <laughs> like that was it. Yeah. Like yeah. what? They hit I somebody. Know, I don't know about Australia or America, but like in, in England, there was like, I guess it must have just been like quite cheap to license Die yeah. Hard for a while yeah. there. And like at the end of the 90s, it was just like they just needed a movie that was recognizable and that had uh-huh. like sleigh bells in it somewhere, right? And like <laughs> kind of just after work time, like six o'clock, seven o'clock, it would, no, it would have been seven o'clock after the watershed. Um, so they're allowed to show violence and stuff. Because there's like a, you're not allowed to show violence on TV until after seven, I think. The watershed is at seven. Um, so Die Hard would always be on, like on Christmas Eve. Yeah. It just, it was just a cheap film to show after people who've just got off work. They've only just got off on Christmas Eve. They just want to throw something on. It's got some sleigh bells in it, some one liners, whatever. And it was literally always on. So like every year, I've always watched Die Hard with my dad just before Christmas. I and mean, then. 
It's a now great it's movie. Like the big, you know, everyone's like, hang on, wait, is Die Hard a Christmas film? And you're like, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, but I mean, they've literally been showing it on the national broadcaster for fucking 20 years. Well, the they knew it then. And then they made the second one, which was basically, wasn't it like on Christmas Day when that when they took over the, the little church thing and like we were yes, at the no, airport and all that shit? That was Christmas Eve or something, wasn't it? Well, the, the first one's like Christmas as well, anyway. That's Christmas. Yeah, the it's Christmas party. Like yes, yeah, the Christmas party. So it's a few yeah. days before Christmas. But the yeah, the, the Die Hard 2 is the morning of Christmas Eve, isn't it? It's the night of the, it's the, night, of the night before Christmas. Right. And it happens all into Christmas Eve, and it ends on the morning of Christmas Eve, doesn't it? In the middle of the night, right? Yeah. Um, so I mean, that was probably the best marketing for that movie is the fact that it was at Christmas, so it can get played at Christmas every fucking year. <laughs> I wonder how much money it's made. Probably a few bob, couple of bucks. <laughs> oh joy! There's been. Uh, Another fucking update for the uh, Kujira feeder. Yay. That's good awesome. for you, man. How exciting. You treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I've just seen in the chat, Ben Davis has said the hub, Cosmos, Cosmos Hub governance should decide whether or not Die Hard is Christmas. Christmas film or not. They yeah, should. pretty rational about it. Hey. What's, what's the Nakamoto Tower coefficient associated to the uh, Cosmos hey. Hub? Hey, hey, this guy. Boom, boom. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Bring <laughs> out boom, the boom. guns. Hey. Oh, my God. That's like someone's a mix already, of, that's like a crypto dad joke. <laughs> someone's already it's gearing fucking, up for their Christmas. That's pretty oh. good. What's the Nakamoto that's Tower a, coefficient? Yeah, hey. yeah I've got to find a way of weaseling that into, into a. You're going to work it in? Your PhD. Yeah, I was gonna say you're gonna be yeah. you're gonna be a hit around the water cooler. There's <laughs> not a bunch water of tweet cooler with these kind of budget cuts. No, I'm. I don't know. I don't think this may not surprise you. I don't know if I'm that popular um, in my in, in the in the tweed circle. You're not very popular in the in the circle of tweed. Well. People don't really seem to, not many people seem to reply to my emails. And I don't know if that's just because they're busy, right? Um, and the, one of the first times I went and took up a desk, which I was like given the key to the room and it's like my supervisor's room, whatever. And it's like kind of darkly, somebody died over there. And then this is this is a free desk, I think. I I think actually that was a misspeak and it was the person who had that desk has died. Which is also dark, but I'm not dead yet. <laughs> Just uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I think I'll go for yeah, a walk. I was sitting down for like five minutes, and somebody came in and was like, "How dare you sit at that desk?" I'm like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" I've, I'm really? just out of my depth here. Wow. I was like, "I just want to. I just need a place to fucking plug in a laptop power supply, man." Well, try that Nakamoto Tower coefficient joke. Yeah. Might get you some points around there. Let's be like, I "How's that Nakamoto Tower coefficient working out for you?" And they'll be like. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I have no idea what you're talking about. Get off <laughs> get off this floor. Uh, um, he, he stole my desk, but I like the phrase. He's got a good sense of humor. He, he stole my desk. I'm a, I, he made fun of my pocket protector. <laughs> and my uh, and my tweed jacket. <laughs> and my tweed jacket. Um no, uh, you know, I'm not sure I've seen any tweed jackets. No tweed uh, jackets? Not in the crypto arm, right? Not in this, not in this. That's on the other side. No, I think the tweed jackets is just like generic posh English people, that, right? It's quite yeah, but that was more a professor tweed. thing. I was actually hitting on the professor, not so much in English. All oh, right, I, don't know. I think tweed is more of like an affectation. You can mm. kind of find more liberally, liberally sprinkled through the upper and middle classes in this country, maybe. 
especially anybody who maybe remotely has a Scottish relative. That's yeah. You sometimes say that when people get married, it's like um, that. I was yeah. That, I've, I've seen that a couple of times where where there's like you know people have got their tartan and, and it's like I didn't know you were Scottish. I can't think. Of, oh, I, great, I, I don't great. even know what professors look like anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's a little bit like no offense, but it's a little bit like you know some American people who are like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I'm Irish, and you're like, oh right, when did your family come over? And they're like, oh, 150 years ago, and you're like, <laughs> like oh okay, so it's been a while. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's been a little while then. Um, oh uh, my, per- I my my uh, English professor make, that would remind me of like Donald Donald Sutherland in Animal House or something like that, just like sitting around talking crypto passing yeah. a joint wait didn't you do engineering though like you mm-hmm. did a serious like there was there's probably no tweed in engineering it was probably there's no tweed. All crisp no. white shirts and and mm-hmm. those, you know, there was thick black glasses more specifically short sleeve crisp white shirts that would be it with or without tie usually with tie short sleeve pressed yep straight out of the costume the department for the right stuff you know it's exactly that is exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. It's not like the 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 um, control room and the right stuff, right? When they're all standing around. Yeah, yeah. 100%. That's a good Christmas movie recommend for for everybody. Uh, I love that movie. It's 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 the nine out of ten. Easily, yeah. Easily. I, there's yeah. one or two. I think it's about 10, 20 minutes too long. They probably get a cut. Huh. They get the slightly tighter cut. And there's like one or two points where the music has not dated well and it doesn't quite fit. I don't know if it fits the action perfectly. Those are my only two. Okay, ads. Fair enough. Apart from that, it's, it's, it's pretty much a perfect film. Crazy. Great. Good. I mean, great star cast. Um, just, I don't know. It is. It's yeah. probably an hour too long. Actually. Isn't it like three and a half or something? No, or three, no, two and a half, two and a half. No. Oh, I thought it was longer than that. Because it's really two movies, right? I mean, you really have, yeah. you really have Andrews, Andrews. Edwards. You really have Edwards, that whole structure, and then you have everything after that. But Noel has not seen this film based on his expression. Oh, you should. And indifference. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm like trying to update my Gucci feeder. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I have no idea. And it has the greatest actor it's ever lived, which is Guesses? You about to say. Oh, I think you're going to say it. You about to say Ed Harris. I am going to say Ed Harris. <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> okay, so so I am going to say Ed Harris, Harris. Fan, huh? Yeah, yeah, huge, great fucking actor. I mean, he's been in some good stuff. He's, he's been, been in some good stuff. Every oh, he's a shit. different he's, he's a different person. Every one of those good stuff. He's in Glen Gary and Glen Ross. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but his masterpiece, The Abyss, of course, <laughs> The Abyss. Well, the I mean, director's cut or original, right? I mean, that, I mean, that is like that's like. I don't want to be a fan. I, I do like that movie. And even though I don't want to get beat up on it because of like master commander and all that type of shit, but his, <laughs> but his, that scene with him bringing what's her face back to life. What's her name? I forget what her name is, but pound on her chest. And like when, when she's drowning and they like bring, when they bring her back and he's fighting for her, I think that was, that's like an amazing scene. If you remember that movie, yeah, I, th- I think it's an underrated film. Uh, and I, I, I can't remember whether it's, the it original. just got silly. That's all. Well, I yeah. can't remember if it's the original or the director's cut where it has the the really dark ending. I like that one. I think that is the director because it's totally different, right? Like basically, yeah. yeah. One of them is like na 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 na, it's all worked out, and the other one is like things did not pan out well when conflict was was uh, when conflict was found. Um, 
between the parties in this movie. <laughs> um, yeah. But the dark ending is, is good. Uh, I know I need to go back and watch that. I don't remember. I think I've seen it, but I so, can't what happens. But anyway, great actor. Also, um, what was it? The first season of, I guess, of, uh, what was that HBO thing with the, with the, uh, robot people and all that shit? <clears throat> Damn. Wait, what? There's HBO series with, um, with, uh, him acting in, a. Oh my goodness! Why do I open my mouth oh, before I know the answer relatively for it? Recent. I've not yeah, seen it. But yeah, I yeah, think yeah, I know yeah. the one you mean. Uh, what Westworld? Ed Harris. No, oh, Westworld is uh, Westworld. Pretty, pretty good. One. I wish that's uh, it, man. That's the one. Man, I never really finished that. It, it went to it, shit. Yeah, only <laughs> season one is worth watching. Sorry, spoiler. <laughs> but yeah, the first season was like the best, and then mm. first season was great. Yeah. Anyway, so, moving since, on. Since, since we've stumbled onto James Cameron. Mm-hmm. Alien or yeah. Aliens? I mean, they're okay. Which one's better? You can only pick one. Only what two movies enter? Only one leaves. Uh, honestly, I'm willing to go with Alien. Aliens is good, absolutely. I think that objectively, it's better. I think that Alien um, more does it for me, just because like the historical context of it, I think is makes it especially special. Aliens two is a better movie. Alien itself has a bigger cultural impact. I knew you were going to say Alien. That's what, I mean, <laughs> it is objectively the better, academically the better. That movie. is the right answer. And yet I'll say Bill Paxton was only an alien, so therefore it's Aliens. <laughs> I think, I, you, I, and of course, I would you said Game over, it. man. Like Alien is the best movie. <laughs> alien, by far. By far it is. Alien. Is the best movie. It is a masterpiece. There are so many things about it that are brilliant. The pacing, one hundred percent, ideas, the cultural impact, the, the stress, design, the everything. music, everything, the dress, the acting, the the you know the guy that um that acted as the alien. He just like you know sort of like wore a jumpsuit and like all of those gestures are like him. Like the idea that it's, it's not CG or something like that. It is a guy who is, is an actor and a, I think I think possibly a dancer of some kind, and is just projecting right. physical malice. Oh my god! <laughs> However, Schultz right. He's let's all agree, Schultz right. Yet, <laughs> thank you. I need yet, that. Yet, I will you watch aliens. People out there to die, Burke. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Why didn't you warn them? Why didn't you warn them, Burke? So, if I'm completely honest, uh, I don't think I've seen Alien. Have you seen Aliens? I've seen Aliens, and uh, I would pick it just because Sigourney Weaver is like a good actor. In both of them? Well, she's she's, in, she's also in both of them. <laughs> is she? She's is in all of them, actually, isn't she? Is, is one like a sequel of the other? Or? Oh my god, <sighs> that's amazing! Aliens is the sequel. Yeah, yeah. One's a plural. Uh, is it the, is this a the third one? Second. Second. Is Alien the one where they're on the? Um, that's the one where that it starts off on the fucking planet with the with the with the people in jail, right? That's Alien no, that's 3. like Alien Three, I think. That's Alien Three, a yeah. legend. So that the the so my my top fact about Alien Three is it was um what's his name that really good guy, um it was his uh, Fincher it was David Fincher's first movie right, mm. and it had been a really troubled production and they gave it to Fincher and they were like. Don't fuck it up, right? Um, and it was apparently a bit of a car crash, but there's there are still to this day NDAs and things in place. And um, there's like an interview more recently where somebody asked David Fincher about it, like based on like here's your here's all of the films you've done, right? 
you know what what do you do you have any regrets and he was just like alien 3 really shouldn't have been made yeah it, it wasn't quite like that but he was more or less like i can't say anything more about it but like i had to do it at that point in my career it did open some doors but i think as a film it was just flawed like it was yeah. something like that and he was and uh, oh and there's all the stuff about like you know there's like um there's like two different versions as well that were storyboarded that didn't get made um i think possibly three actually one of them's a graphic novel which is the william gibson one uh <clears throat> do you know william gibson no you know, what the fuck you work in crypto and you don't know who william gibson is maybe neuromancer mm, okay that sounds familiar he has a comic or a graphic novel so well i'm sure there is one of neuromancer but so william gibson was asked to write the script for alien 3 um which it got you know and put on a shelf somewhere at whoever made that film warners um and then many many years later they made a graphic novel out of the the script that was i guess the option had expired or whatever and so they were able to do something with it um i didn't know that Man, I yeah it's it's completely different from the from the film. Uh, you know, it's good. I don't know that it actually solves a lot of the fundamental problems with Alien Three, which is that I don't really think Alien Three needed to exist. But um, but yeah, William Slater. What? Go ahead. I, I actually like Prometheus and the other one. I know that they're not the greatest movies of all time, but I actually really enjoyed them, and I'm sad that they haven't continued the story even further. I was about to say that. I thought I thought some of those later ones had pretty decent reviews, right? post post three like prometheus or whatever i think prometheus they're pretty some... well panned oh they are oh yeah i thought, yeah, yeah. I thought some of those prometheus had some pretty big problems as well i mean and is it just like because you're following up with alien aliens and so what the hell is that are you just is it just because you're following up on those two movies and then so everything just looks like shit or are they actually bad movies i think uh, it's quite a good movie yeah, I think so as well. Prometheus did have a lot of like logic issues. I think the thing that really got them was when the Prometheus is rolling and people are like running in line with it. And I think that just stuck in everyone's head of like, mm. if that happened in the movie, obviously no logic in the movie can be correct. It was like you knew I was going to say that fucking bit. And the bit where they're like, <laughs> we're like a million miles from Earth. And you're like, oh, so you're like just before Mars? <laughs> there's, there's like a bunch of yeah. like that they're like we uh, can't send a message because the distance involved is over four million miles or something and you're like if you guys haven't finished figured that out by now then the entire of the alien universe does not make any sense so, what's the, oh alien resurrection that's the other one right is that one in that situation that's too? alien four isn't it in the original sequence oh is it it is that one is fucking shit. That is it. I, I don't even think that really is counted, is it? Like people just say Alien One, Alien Two, Alien Three, and then they put a bit of, fa of a face at Alien Three, and then that's it. Is that the last one that Sigourney's in, or is there? Or she even? She, she's she's not in those other ones, right? Prometheus. She's no, she's no. not. Yeah, or she, she dies in one of them, right? Predator. Oh, she, she dies, dies in one of them. Dies in three. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Spoilers. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Master Commander of the Ship Sinks too, so fuck it. <laughs> um, so, which ship? Um, Let's spoil everything. Uh, Burn it all down. Well, I was going to say the one good thing. Actually, so Nal's comment is appropriate because I think the one the one good thing that the Alien Resurrection brought us was the the bit where she finds the lab and there's the hugely mutated Ripley and it just goes kill me. Mm. That's uh, 
a classic moment. Like the kind of thing that bugs me is that in Metroid they named uh, Ripley after after Alien, of course, right? And it always bugs me because I always cross them, or it might it might be Ridley in order to just kind of play on it a little bit. Um, not that that's related, but I've been playing the Metroid games lately, and it's in my mind. Ripley. Yeah. Now I'm all I'm I'm already looking at reserving spots in this fucking diehard. Saturday twenty third, five p.m. in a small theater that has alcohol. How do you not bring the family? That's bring the family. Great. That's awesome. Yeah. Come on down. Man, I want to go and see Die Here now. And Alien and oh, Alien. You certainly need to see Alien. We've established that much. How much <laughs> are these anyway? Um, so I, I was trying to find so Slap Chop, Slap Chop. Slap Shop. Oh, I watched Slap Chop this week. You watched it's not on fucking Netflix, and it's not on um, it's not on Prime. Ah, um, you need more legal sources of. Well, I mean, I, th- I, I hate, I, ha- I, you know, I don't want to encourage. I watched it same day, same day. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Good thing we record at six a.m. over there. <laughs> did, did you enjoy it? Hours? I mean, Did it was you like pretty 70s? standard fucking uh, oh. 80s movie, like 70s movie, maybe. But that's, a, uh, did that's I quite enjoy a review. It? That's quite a review. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, to be honest, I don't see why you were so excited about it. It's a great movie. In My expectation way, is it's going to be pretty much Caddyshack, but without. Um, God, what's the fucking name of the actor? It's fled my mind. Who? With Bill Murray. Bill Murray, there we go. Oh. I'm kind of expecting more violent Caddyshack, no Bill Murray, and about hockey, not golf. That's it's not really. A com- I mean, it's comedy because it's 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 not a comedy. It's not the comedy. It's not a comedy like in that way. Like it's not like a Caddyshack comedy where I mean, I, it's somewhat similar, I guess, but not. It's not like quite. subtly funny in certain yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like I don't know, just just some of those things get burned into your face, like the. Maybe it hits better if you're like American and understand more of the context of some of the jokes maybe 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 yeah but the uh the <laughs> that clip i said earlier with the with them on the, the like the, the hair pieces in that thing and the guy in the, the guy playing the organ and then obviously the hansen brothers are fucking hilarious like it's just that's just a great that's a great storyline with those three and listen to the fucking song um there's just i don't know there's just good moments in that movie that, I, didn't say, that I didn't say it was. Is, I didn't say it was. Is great, by the I didn't way. say it was fucking Schindler's List. I just said it was a good movie. You know what I mean? Like it's no, it's no Porky's. <laughs> I just watched that a couple of weeks ago. Actually, <laughs> it showed up. Isn't Porky's like one of those ones like Revenge of the Nerds that has really, really not dated well? It's and just tits. not yes. good in the first It is place. just tits. That's all. Porky's it is. and Porky's two is even worse that way too. Like yeah. they're all yeah, they're all Excellent. bad. There's well. no. There is no storyline whatsoever. They just do whatever they can to like have an excuse to like show some tits. Yeah, exactly. I watched the other one I watched this week was Spring Break. Have you guys seen that movie? That is a shit movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. You should watch it. <laughs> Spring Break I is an amazing movie. I have a habit of like searching for videos with a rating of like 12 or 13, somewhere between 10 and fucking 25. I'm oh, guessing boy. that's out oh. of 100. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, what's the scale? It's like, a good movie. so bad it's great, or like, uh huh. And then there's like all the mediocre ones that are just mediocre, and then you've got your, you know, ninety plus ones that are usually pretty, pretty good. 
I think some of these are also like you see them at very, um, which I'm thinking about with with our kids too. Is like you you see them at very impressionable times. You know what I mean? Like like you're 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 old enough where you're ex- you're starting to explore these feelings, whether whether it's girls or whether it's this that or whatever. And then you see these movies that have like these people going through that same shit. Uh, like Porky's is a good example, and and like you just you just remember that, right? And like so like like Slapshot, I remember seeing for hundreds of times, like in those in those early days. Um, like it was always on TV too. I remember it was like one of those things that always got repeated. And like Spring Break, Spring Break, I remember seeing like in high school with friends, and like it's just one of those awful movies that you just love <laughs> and you just quote to each other over I and over. I think I was kind of lucky in that like the movies that had kind of were about five years old or like five to ten years old that were like just on tv constantly because they're cheap to license by that point was just like wayne's world and bill and ted yeah yeah <laughs> bill and ted see bill and ted's remember, a great movie too yeah I, I remember like taping this is this is to show my fucking age I remember taping that shit sure uh we you know because yeah okay we're all like sure we're of an age where we remember like the vhs machine and being like trying to get your dad to help you to fucking get the thing working and then set the timer and all that crap right but, or you set, or you set the timer and it would it would like somebody'd uh, fuck it up or they pop the tape out or like yeah. something else would happen or like yeah well, somebody oh. just like goes to watch something else and they don't pay attention and it wipes the timer and they're like oh, oh was somebody recording dish. something and you're like fucking oh. probably <laughs> um, but uh, yeah yeah fucking uh, ah Wayne's World what a film that, that was, was I mean my kids love that movie too because like, I mean that's a great movie too but, I hate to say word great that's not really. That is a movie that I enjoy every once in a while. Not a great movie, though. One of my favorite things is... So I think Wayne's World 2 is a bit underrated. I actually think it's quite good. Um, but that's the one where it has... That has the great bit where it has the you know the drug dealer from With Nell and I has just did it as a cameo. Yep. That's fucking great. I love that. <laughs> it's just such a, because, because I feel like, wasn't that guy in With Nell and I because he was their drug dealer? Oh, I don't know. Is that right? Citation, citation needed on that one. I'm afraid that might be a game of nodes. Um, game of nodes lie, <laughs> poorly remembered lie. Kozla uh, says Betamax was far better than VHS. Uh, my dad was a huge Betamax person, so we went through that structure too. Where we, <laughs> it's quality over quantity, and then next thing you know, we're buying no a VHS like that. ten years later and throwing all this shit out. But yeah, yeah, we were beta. We were beta. No house surprised too. that people in Cosmos are like Betamax. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's funny. Also, Bill and Ted's. I being originally from that region, uh, being set in Chicago, like that. That also was really close to us too, because all those places they drove, we knew, right? And like that whole I- idea where that was set, we had some history with. So that actually made it really close too. So, so yeah. a little bit off topic. What time uh, you going to talk about news? You talk about crypto? No, I don't know. So we get like um, I'm going to be doing my first. Uh, Colo stuff next week, and uh, you know, first you, first time entering sounds like, the uh, sounds sexual. Yeah, <laughs> first, first Colo stuff. First time entering the um, <laughs> the data center. Uh, have you been in a data center like that before? I have, but just as a tour. I went to the M2 in Melbourne. Cool. Which is like a very. I, I sent you photos. I'm pretty sure while I was there. It's a pretty impressive uh, location. Yeah, it's got. Like the the like chill area in M two is like bigger than my house. Oh, like a <laughs> like a like a front office type of thing, or conference rooms and shit type of idea. So they've so 
M2 in Melbourne is like enormous. And yep. um, they have a, so they got the entrance foyer, right? And it's all like securityized. You have to have your little card in your face to get anywhere in there and your thumb or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, off to the left, you have like offices that you can book and that type of stuff where you can just go and like work for the day if you want and that type of shit. Sure. But off to the right, they've got like, you know, coffee machine, a parts vending machine with like NVMEs and shit in there. <laughs> really? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's um, but then just like this big, big, like, you know, desks and it's like really dimly lit and like got the Nespresso fucking wall of coffee machine type situation going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like even the, I'm not sure what they call it, like the the cabinet floor or whatever, the, uh, the cage floor, whatever they call that area with all the servers yeah. is like pretty Server impressive. room? Sure. Yeah, sure. whatever it is. Um, and even like the the power supplies and stuff there is all modular. Like they've got modular generators. So this place mm-hmm. isn't completely built out yet. They've got like a certain amount of capacity now. Mm-hmm. And then as they add capacity, they just add generators and batteries mm-hmm. to the, they just crane them in and drop them on the roof. Yeah. And then that's like how they just keep plugging more shit in. Yeah. Um, like you run one or you run multiple and then you have as many spares and like it just keeps growing that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so like mm-hmm. as you increase the megawatt capacity of the, mm-hmm. like as you get more customers, they just keep adding more shit so that um, I guess you don't have all the overhead at the start of the build, like yep. all the Apex. But, yep. um, and then they've got like shitloads more property to like build more stuff as well. So it's it's going to be like a big data center. But uh, we're putting our stuff into M1, which is down near the city in okay. Melbourne. Is that the original um, one? Is that like smaller or something? Yeah, it's like smaller. It's near the CBD. It's from um, when before they were cool. Before they were cool, yeah. I got shares in Next DC, man. I reckon they're going to be like the well, they probably already are now the biggest provider in Australia in um, data centers. Um, King of the dipshits. Yeah, <laughs> they've got fifteen servers. <laughs> the biggest right data up. center in <laughs> biggest data racks. center <laughs> located <laughs> located on this island, two thousand miles from anywhere. <laughs> It's the biggest data center in Mos-Eisley Spaceport on Tatooine. It's exactly. massive. With anywhere you can get a 200 millisecond latency to everywhere in the world. Only here. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. So, so anyway, um, so who I'm buying my colo off is not like the data center itself. It's like I'm going into a rack of an existing customer, mm-hmm. like one of their partners. Yeah, they sublease it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so they're not really in melbourne though they're in sydney or canberra or something and um so because i'm going to the server room to well i was going to rack my server but it's not going to be ready so someone else is going to rack that a bit later on but uh he's sending me like the router and i bought a router and that off him because uh we didn't have one so um so anyway, he's configured that and everything and and sending that through. But while I'm there, like he wants me to install some SFPs and stuff into their gear. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, man, the guy's just like super organized. He's like sent me this picture of the the um, switch with like all these diagrams and stuff on it and where to put which SFPs. Oh, like where, where you're plugging into and everything? Yeah, yeah there's like some copper yeah. ones and some fiber ones and 
you have, like do you have a, fiber? a labeled cable for me to plug into my router sure, with like sure. the port labeled on both of them like so yeah because i mean they meter all that shit so i mean you're probably metered in some or at least they want to meter it in some sort even if you're not even if you're not doing anything with that meter you're metered right so they're going to watch that and everything else yeah is definitely made at 100 so i can't fuck this up yet yeah well i'm pretty sure i'm gonna fuck up anyway because <laughs> My cable is a confident statement. <laughs> Wait, they so, made it so I cannot in any way fuck up. But, but. that's it. <laughs> so are you? Are you? Where's the fiber going? You, is, is that going in your switch? So I think. Or did you buy? Did you buy the, a card? No, SPF card for the for the for this monster. It's a buying. copper SFP for my switch. I've only we're only plugging into like a one gig port. So oh okay okay, um, gotcha yeah. Cool, but because uh, my my switch is only like a one gig switch at this stage, I didn't want to like spend five grand on a ten gig switch or anything. Ten, those things are cheap. Ten gig switches are cheap, man. 10 well, gig ten SPF gig ports. switches, but that uh, router, like a decent router with ten gig in it, is like a little bit more expensive. Nice. Uh, so are you rack when you when you get all this shit in? Uh, so I'm gonna rack all this shit on Monday, uh, okay, and get everything set up, and um, then I guess the following week. Um, we'll get delivery of our, our server and, um, hopefully someone at the data center is going to be able to rack that without me having to come back to Melbourne. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, going to use remote hands for that. And, cool. um, well, if you get, yeah, I mean, if you, you said you're putting up like a little, some sort of thing you can VPN or wire grid into or something. So as long as that's active and then they plug in IPMI, right. And everything else, hopefully you can, I mean, issues like IPMI, getting an actual DHCP address and you being able to manage that and all that kind of stuff remotely. Like that's the only thing that's a little crazy, but everything else. So everything's already set up in the router. Um, Basically like we've got a slash 29. So any one of those ports that you plug into, they're all designated to an IP um, at this stage. So, uh, you know, if you plug in another server, you just plug it into one of those ports and it'll DHCP its own, it routes to its. uh, Oh, based on the port, it's giving you a IP. Yeah, a well, public IP. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, cool. Well, nice. it was just the, it was the easiest way to set it up now. Um, that yeah, I've never heard of that before. That even if I'll make plugs it into the wrong hole. Um, so I, the plan is to have the cables there labeled, and it'll be like you know, ETH zero, sure, IPMI, and then your redundant power. Yeah. Uh, and um, except I don't have redundant power for the switch. I kind of it would have been nice if the if the um, provider switch had PoE on it uh, because the switch I've got takes PoE in. No, they won't do that. <clears throat> no, it's a Juniper switch. It's like ballish. That's shit. usually data center switches. Unless they're supporting, unless they're supporting APs or something, you're not going to have PoE in those situations. But yeah, because I don't get the um, I don't get the power redundancy out of my uh, router because it's only got one power in. Yeah, but again, that's a pretty small. But it, like we talked about before, keep important shit off that router, and so it's just management. So if that goes down, you're not like missing sign blocks. Or you're not doing whatever else, right? So yeah, I mean th- this this server is not doing any mission mission critical stuff anyway. Right, so. right. You could always catch up, right? Like even if it's down, you could always it's just gonna, whenever yeah. it comes back, it'll just sync up and you're fine. So yeah, yeah. It's archives. It it is just too expensive to rent storage once you start getting over like 10 15 terabytes yes so especially fast storage 
So you really have to start buying that stuff. And I'm cool. really not looking forward to when those things start to crap out after a year or two. They will. But uh, yeah. like these ones have got a ride endurance of 1.3 for five years. So doesn't matter. Yeah. Hopefully <laughs> they, they last. They all, they all fail. Yeah. They all fail. It's all just statistics, isn't it? Yeah. We've had so many NVMEs fail. Like, like we've had such SSD has been far more reliable, but, but we've had so much fucking NVMe issues. But whatever. So they like these ones have got a five year warranty, I think. So if they crap out, it's just a swap job. But it's still uh, annoying on the day it happens, though. Like, as long as there's redundancy, as long as yeah, all those things. Yeah, there's there's like a spare drive, so it'll be able to resilver if it's um if mm-hmm. one drops out. But it's good. Yeah, I wasn't cool. able to get a two U chassis though, which is kind of annoying. There's just not enough. There's no two U chassis available at the moment. Um, in the configuration that I wanted, uh, it's just the 24 drive. Um, like, oh, the dr- the drive array. Yeah, like a chassis with with 24 um, U.2s just wasn't really available at the moment. So this is, I'm guessing, this is probably eight, twelve. Oh, in one U. In one U. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. So this is. Um, so I looked up this this chassis. It's pretty cost effective chassis. It's like, but it's really high quality. Um, and you identified the motherboard in it there before you surfer, and I think that's a pretty high quality motherboard. I think those guys are doing Tyan. good things. Yeah, yeah, Tyan. I I looked up a bit more information on them and some um, reviews, and uh, yeah. yeah, apparently it's like really high quality shit. So, I mean, for this one, you just want stability. That's all you care about, right? So you're not like burning the edge here, or not worried about well, like whatever stability and like performance from those drives, because we're paying a lot of money for those drives. So I want to be able to like get the best out of them because they're not like, they're going to be doing, you know, I'm going to be using quite a few IOPS on those things at the end of the day, because there's multiple, um, you know, operations. I love the understatement. It's going to be doing a few IOPS. Some IOPS. It's going to be doing some. One some or two. Gonna be doing <laughs> a few. One or two. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I guess we'll see. It's the first first um, go at the owned bare metal. I don't know if I will still fit like Jacob's uh, box though, because it's in a data center. So one more time, you know, you know Jacob's box. No, it has to be like cell phone running under your desk in the office. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I mean, well, you know, quality node operators, consumer internet, data centers are so centralized, man. Yeah, it's bullshit. I mean, their business practices have led them to success after success. <laughs> Obvious success. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, <laughs> um. So, did what? What on 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 that? I know we were kind of talking about it last week, and the 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 whole devs thing and whatnot that has anything more developed out of that mess is anybody doing going more tidy on hub i'm not sure i like i haven't seen even jacob on twitter anymore so i don't know didn't he, cl- didn't he like, close that account they, to reopen or something though are they care? Care? why don't even ask that way? question all i saw is that it went up from 13 engineers at the time of last show to 16 engineers so there were three bad. more, three more added their names, I think, to the we've resigned pile. Mm. Yeah, I think there was like virtually nothing left either. So I don't know. 
I bet that guy Lit was probably still there. <laughs> Governance guy. <laughs> Decommissioning all validators though is is something. So did they just so I did the I because we were talking about this in the chat. They they've left a grace period, right? Uh I I don't think so. A lot of validators are just shut down. Like you can look on Injective and a handful of others and they just close them down. <sighs> Motherfucker. Sorry, I just got a <laughs> I just got an email. They're shipping a fucking cable this big from Western Australia, like the other side of the country. And I need it on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> that that cable doesn't exist in in the whole city? I can literally go down and buy it at fucking probably like oh, just, you, know, you gotta go in there anyway, Monday, right? Just bring it. Store. It's probably in the vending machine at the fucking data center, like Well, now that you own hardware in these data centers, you get to realize you get to get carry these things on your person at all times. So go get one of those cables, go get somewhere SS your bullshit Chinese SSD drives or whatever you got, and then go get buy some fans and a bigger some screwdrivers. Put it all in. Take a laptop. You're gonna need a you're gonna need some sort of structure to get in your little Microtech or whatever, like you got to get a yeah, go bag now. Yeah, I'm uh, gonna need one of those Wi-Fi dongles, right? Uh, no. What what, what Wi-Fi? A phone, dongle? With, a phone with dual SIM will do it. No. For what? To plug into the LAN from a laptop. Uh. Does your laptop anyway. have LAN? Oh, you mean okay? You said Wi-Fi dongle, which is not what that is, but you mean like an Ethernet dongle? Yes. Oh, an sorry, Ethernet did dongle. I say Wi-Fi? I meant you Ethernet. did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a little Ethernet dongle. Yeah, yeah, something like that. You're gonna need to. Yeah, sure. We're gonna, gonna need a little bag of shit for the for the DC. Some earplugs. Some earplugs. Yeah. Uh, the uh, spare fans. You know, spare fans. Yeah. Hold the whole bunch All that of thing. fans. Yep. Screwdrivers. Like a little a little toolkit you gotta have on you because you get in there and you realize you can't open a fucking case because you gotta replace the drive. You're like, oh my god, I can't believe I can't open this case. All these good times. What your yeah. cases have screws? <clears throat> yeah, you will. I mean, wow. you got if you if if you have a drive in a sled, you got to pull out and replace that drive. Yeah, it's gonna have small small, small Phillips head screws in it. Yeah, of course. Oh yeah, and in this, well, mm. I think all of my um, I think these ones are toolless, but definitely in my Dell, there is yeah, the screws holding those in in the sleds. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Mm. Jailings, eh? How mm. about that? Yeah. Shilty, tell us about the Fetch AI one. Was it? You were talking about that? I don't know too much about it. Um, I'm not on touch. I just saw Twitter post about it that it was, oh, I think at the time, the biggest slacking event so far, which was a $75,000 slacking event because it was a tombstone. Um, oh, it was a tombstone? $75,000. It was a tombstone. Yeah. So hey, $25,000. Switch back. Let's fucking go. Damn it. I was just looking for it. Switch back to your other mic. I'd rather have it. Be miserable than that. Yeah, that the, whatever mic you were just using was all choppy. So headphones, it is. You need to buy a cable too. I just went. I actually ordered the cable as we were here. As you're on here. That's funny. Does this one sound all right? At least. For yeah, now. it's good enough. Sure. Perfect. Um, Maybe just turn it up a little. No way. <laughs> you can get a word in between the memes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was on fetch. Can you just turn it up a little bit, Shilty? Turn it up. I got okay, you. We'll... Keep going. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Perfect. Um, yeah. So it uh, it was on fetch. Um, and as far as I know, he hasn't put out any statement. Or the validator hasn't put out any statement about like doing refunds or anything. It's just like it happened. And then, you know, that meme of Homer kind of entering the bush. 
that's what it seems like it won't. That's like, is it is he like a single network validator type situation? I don't recognize the name, but Fetch has a lot of validators that I don't recognize. So, yeah, I maybe. think that's like the move for the like the single network validators who don't really have too much of a brand, which is kind of done if they they tombstone anywhere, and then it's like, see you, bro. And then yeah, there's, there's like no, another validator just appears. <laughs> there's no website or anything, so I'm guessing that's what happened. Yeah. So uh, was there, so, there's, so there's no no response to that or anything else, right? There wasn't like a oh shit, we moved the server and something happened. Uh, not that I've seen. No Nothing. response that I've seen. And what was the dollar amount? Seventy five thousand dollars. Wow, pretty yeah. significant, especially in this yeah. market. That's yeah, like, seriously. I mean, isn't yep. that like? Half of the TVL in the whole of Cosmos. What is that? A what? What's the fetch? <laughs> seriously, what's the fetch? Um, is that one percent or ten percent or what was the? Uh, let's see. What was the slash there? Pretty significant, sure. man. Was, I don't know. Was this was this like a top twenty val or something? I think it was. Yeah. Wow. Well, poor went out for the homies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, what was it? What was that so, name? Oh, we don't know what that name was. Oh yeah. Oh, I can pull up the name. Hold on. Oh, somebody so just re- somebody just redelegated thirteen thirteen fetch to them ten hours ago. Ooh, Not, nice. Yeah, nice. Nice. You know, they obviously and uh, oh, what's the fucking thing I'm thinking of? It's this the Soviet it's Soviet military doctrine, isn't it? Never reinforced defeat. Obviously, this <laughs> that's person, right. that person doesn't doesn't agree with that. They're like, uh, I fancy my chances. They have. Uh, let's see. They have. Uh, about six thousand dollars stake themselves. Not too much. I do see the send command, and then I see an unjail failed, and then realization hits, <laughs> and then ten minutes after that, they send out some some uh, some tokens away from the valve. So yeah, I'm thinking they're probably undelegating all this stuff. And then there's a bunch of edit validators immediately. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, well uh, to their credit, at least they put like please redelegate and everything else on the on the name, like you know. Yeah, something sure. associated. So when somebody does a restake, you would hope that they would see that. But well, you know, it looks like they did do a multi send, but it it's very clearly not for the amount that was slashed. Looks like they sent ten. Yeah, not a whole lot. I see Less ten. Than... Yeah, yeah, I see ten to one delegator. It looks like no, no. There, it... There's more than that. Oh, it's, there's a there's a stake drop. Oh. Christ. So that means this guy was running promotions to get more delegators, and then he was imme- he immediately got tombstoned. This happened before the actual tombstoning. <laughs> oh dang! Oh wait! Oh, uh, I'm looking. Oh, you're right. I'm looking at Unjail. That's not the. They ran it multiple times. It looks like too funny. Oh well. So there was another tombstone uh, on DYDX. Second tombstone. Um one of the higher ranked validators at the time as well. So yeah. I was looking for it again. <laughs> Good so actually, we need to petition. Uh, we haven't done it. I mean, put a shortcut we, to that. We can do it all day yeah. because we haven't done this. We haven't done a, that video in like a while. So I'm happy to splice those in. Who was on, who was in, who was it on D, DYDX? Tane? Uh, Tane, yeah, Tane. Uh, not, yeah, well, it is. It's they're Japanese, I think. So, so yeah, it's Tane. Yeah, tell us about um, Tane. Yeah, but uh, you know, just a mistake, I guess. 
uh, while they were migrating servers. I think that the DYDX uh, devs might have done operators an injustice during the testnet by having tombstoning turned off during the testnet phase. Yeah. So I think people may think they can do things that they can't do. Really? So, so they could, they, you can disable the double sign? I understand that you can't. I mean, I understand that you can. You're not. They didn't get slashed or anything here, right? Just tombstone. But they actually disabled the ability to double sign, so they had nothing associated to that. Yeah, you yeah, can double. Akash sign. does it as well. Yeah, Akash I, will I pop up in the logs that the Byzantine attempt has been made. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but you don't get jailed. You don't get slashed for it or anything. Really? Oh, I had no yeah. idea. That's interesting. Yep. So it just ignores it completely. Like you just sit there and whatever, right? M- multiple nodes all signing at the same time. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I I did it. I remember you saying really? you did it. Yeah, I you, yeah, yeah. I, I did it by accident, but That's I did a, it. A I, I actually, I called the dev, and I'm like, uh. <laughs> "Double sign doesn't work on this network." Or? Like I, I was testing. I was testing I was, double I was, sign. I was testing some shit, and uh, I was testing your double sign. <laughs> I was moving yeah. servers around with a di- callous disregard for security. That's well, a testnet. Boys will be boys, right? Boys will be boys. <laughs> boys will be boys. Oh my goodness! But uh, but yeah, and then they're like, "Yeah, no, it's uh, let's turn that off." I'm like, "Huh? No <laughs> <Good> shit." <laughs> yeah, Super put funny. in some PRs around the fucking cosmos. <laughs> um. So I guess other notable slashings, not not necessarily not um tombstoning but uh slashings on injective couple of larger slashings in the last week or two but uh just yesterday binance uh got a peggy slashing which was roughly equivalent to around 100 grand uh about 4200 injective slashed which is wow that's a Fucking kick in the nuts. So I wonder where that comes from. Where do you think they do with that? Because that well, think- nothing. I don't think they do anything. Do I think, think they go, eh, I'm gonna spool it back up and call it good. Like Yeah, like so it's custodial, you- right? So it's not a problem until everyone withdraws their INJ. <laughs> but but they're still responsible for an APR, right? So they just pull it out of the APR because the number's lower? Well, their APR is already less because they right, take yeah. it. So they just take it out of the profit, right? So they just stake less. They're I mean, paying they delegators. Take less profit, yep. I guess. Yeah, I think they hedge their own risk against you not making as much money as the state. Right. I mean, you think right. about like, like Kraken. I think offers you like five percent on. I, I can't remember. Like, it, it's 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 like a it's a substantial margin between what the network offers and what they offer you. Right. That's pretty um, appalling. That's great. That's crazy. That's great. I so think it makes sense. No, they're regulated, man. Already, well. <laughs> Some, what some of them regulated have to do with like taking some I mean, they, they pull profit up. So, so basically, that's all synthetic, right? They're just doing synthetic distributions back to those quote unquote those stakeholders, right? Yeah, yeah. They pull that out. So they get slash 10%. They basically pull that out of their margin. I wonder if they pass that along. I wonder if they do something within that. No, they wouldn't. You think they would just lower the amount? Why wouldn't they just lower the amount? They're in control of what amount goes back to the staker, right? So. Yeah, but I'm sure, like on their website, they would have something like stake INJ for five percent. Fucking woohoo! I mean, four point nine percent. Yeah, but then yeah. like you know, over time, they, they can just absorb that anyway. It doesn't matter. 
So yeah, that's interesting. They're already taking half of the profits. So I mean, a hundred thousand for them is nothing, so it's not a big deal. But yeah, well, someone was it you, Shilty, pointed out to me that they just like walked off at fucking four billion. So yeah. <laughs> what? Well, they're fine of four billion. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, Jeez. for the SEC, and they're just like, we're good. Deuces. That's fine. Yeah, well, that's it. We're financially stable. Only four? <laughs> Did you say four? Wait, was that a B or T? Oh, B. Good. Okay. Yeah. All good. No problem. We're going to have to sell some shit. I thought, I thought we might have to actually do something here. Never mind. It's all good. That's okay. Uh, Let me go get my purse. <laughs> a 20 is okay. Uh, uh, you bring it back with you. <laughs> yeah. Is there so, a truck out back or like, how are we going to do this? There was another one too, wasn't there? Or do we do them all? <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? Did we, was, was there another? Was there another tombstone this week? Uh, ben Davis says, "Wait, Wait did was I null was null slashed recently? Did I just have a yeah, headache? I was. Did, did it just rain on null? Thank you. For a second, hey? what the yeah, fuck? We, what? We I got, got slashed for that. Yes, feeder. It's, it's storm. It's stormy. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, um, some advanced, some advanced podcast shit going on in here. For those listening later." <laughs> On podcast players, I have literally no idea what's going on there. But uh, what, what's really good is that, like, when somebody yep. tombstones, you could also do like, "Hey, there we go!" And just celebrate. Wow. Let's celebrate, baby. <laughs> Who tombstone wow. today? It'd yeah, be anyway, more of so. a celebration, right? <laughs> oh wait, that was the yeah. wrong one. I meant this one. Uh, yeah, there you go. There you go. Um. So anyway, uh, on my slash on Kuji, if anybody knows of like a Kuji uh, archive so I can do a slash refund, that'd be great. Um, we had to unbind Kuji to like um, have it there to give back to people. But in hindsight, I should have bought some because I didn't realize that the data would be unavailable uh, to be able to do the refund. So... Schultze has supplied a very beautiful script that I, in hindsight, could have run back then uh, to get the um, Schultze like to, to do the transaction, right? And then I could have probably yeah. have broadcast it later on. Yeah. Except, yeah, you can build them all out and then broadcast them later for sure. So I do think, though, that when you do an offline transaction, there's a there's like a time in there. But I guess you could just change that manually before you sign it or whatever. Well, you it, couldn't change it manually because, it, it. yeah, it would it would be already be um, there would already be a signature too, so you couldn't really change it. Um, but what what the script does actually is creates a JSON file which is before you sign, just like as an upload. But you could, so you could create those JSON files and then sign them and then send them. So it, that would have worked fine. Yeah, well, I should have done that. Where's the heads up, man? <laughs> Sorry, I thought that that would have just like done it all and sent it. But I guess that's probably good that it doesn't in case you fuck it up. So give you a chance to check it. Yeah, uh, it's so that you can do dry runs where you just kind of go all the way to this, like, except the last step where it actually sends it out. Uh, that was a good tombstone run. I enjoy a good slash. I got to say. You know, well, here's what I'll say about the, the one. If you enjoy a good slash, just uh, somebody get yourself else, I mean. a bot that tells you the Peggy slash is on injective. You'll get daily alerts. I also really is that many? Yeah. Well, I added it up yesterday. So far this month has been 170 grand in Peggy slashings on um, injective, and like there's (laughs) a lot of them are like you know 
good operators too. I mean, to, to be honest, good. and no the, that Pego thing is useless, right? Like it's a completely distributed system that doesn't require that much structure around it where that much loss has to happen. Like, is that, is that actually, is that number one, is that slashing in the control of the operator at, at a level? And number two, is it worthwhile losing that much funds based on the outcome? Is it in control? Yes, but like the the software takes a lot of babysitting. Um, yeah. Well, I, I've heard. I don't run it, so I can say this. I've heard it's a piece of shit, and so when it's it a piece is. of shit, that a lot of times it's not just based on operator competence. It's a series of black magic bullshit to get actually to do it what you want, and the config changes and it's not communicated well, and so you have to be on top of it. But it's not be on top of it because it's well communicated. On top of it because it's like it always breaks, and it's just a, you got to got to know what the hell you're doing with it. You have to describe most of crypto, mind you, like just random things configured with random things and a oh bit. yeah no, if a you bit, don't but this is like on the edge of a year unless you're in core blockchain like, like it's just like anyway go ahead yeah I, I don't know like two years ago like the amount of random changes you had to make in the toml files and whatnot where it was like oh yeah and you've got to remember that if you put blah 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 in blah 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 section it will of course blow up and you will double sign but you know if you put a white space or a you know, empty string it will just truck on fucking no worries boys be boys like hold on let me interject just a little bit don't forget about capitalizing upgrade names for cosmovisor which breaks the upgrade that, that one too. or spaces just right? happened again or spaces, spaces yeah right. so we put spaces. <laughs> by that didn't we this is the version space 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 yeah hey yeah. hey oh hang on what what were we talking about before you guys just went off on a fucking tangent? I was I was bitching about oh, so, I was sorry, bitching Pego. about so yeah, Pego. Pego is not hard to run itself. It is just it fails under a lot like a lot of different circumstances. But the like, the biggest, like if you blink, it fails. Like say price feeder, that's a good example too. Like price feeders, well, the Umi price feeder, and that structure is also similar to that. Yeah, I think those are more reliable. Oh, that's yeah. that's not, that's not, that's saying something. <laughs> So Pego, like if you, um, for example, if it loses contact with your gRPC for a split second, it seems yeah. to like hang Yeah, and just random stuff like that. It doesn't like give you logs that make a lot of sense in some cases. Like if you run out of gas token, it doesn't really tell you anything like that. You're um, right. What it tells you is that there are no transactions to be found on Ethereum if you run out of gas. Mm. Yeah, which is helpful. That's course. helpful. I, Ethereum's just dead. Nobody uses that shit. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure, get confused with that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, yeah. Uh, so it's you know it's when you when people get errors, they're like, "What is this?" And you're like, "Have you checked this? Have you checked that?" Because the errors make no fucking sense in a lot of cases. So right, right. Yeah, but I mean, the main things are for Pego is that. Your gRPC is working, and if it is, restart your thing. And if it's, it might start working again. If it doesn't, check if you've got gas. If that's the case, and it's still not working, and it was before, like I don't know what's wrong with it. <laughs> does, does does um is there a uh, contract where Kajira repays you guys for gas associated to those Pego transactions, or no? No. Kajira, injective. I'm sorry, injective. So there's nothing there related to like a, what do they call it? Like it's a, pretty cheap. Like it doesn't use a lot of gas. Oh, okay. Okay. You, well, it's really exciting. So you just did that back to front. You muted yourself, said something, and then like unmuted yourself. 
Hey, you're right. I did, didn't I? <laughs> so that means my clicking was probably making noises. Uh. Um, yeah. So no, like if you fund it with one injective, that's going to last you like probably a month. But I mean, just put ten or twenty. Like it's better to not run out of gas. <laughs> um, and monitoring it is, you know, it doesn't. It seems like people aren't effectively monitoring it but it's not that difficult there are a lot of different parameters that you can monitor and a lot of them don't matter um the only ones you need to know is if you're on the latest nounce and if you're not how far behind you are or how long since you did your last nounce that only thing that matters is how long since your last nounce i talked to the team about it so there's very little information about how you can be slashed on it the only thing that matters the only thing that matters in bold underlined is if your nonce is increasing over time. Doesn't matter how far behind you are. Doesn't matter anything you except if you're increasing over time. 25,000 blocks. Correct. Yep. Yeah. So I did notice Which that- is about six hours for the record. Oh. Yeah, six to seven hours. So Not- I did notice that um, AutoStake has an enormous nounce lag, and I don't think it increases at all. I think they just haven't- fixed it after do you remember a while ago there was a announced problem um and then they fixed it and i think since they fixed it i'm not sure that they've done anything to fix their pego and i think they haven't incremented since that issue and i think they might be like in a little uh box of not mattering does, does that make sense like i, I think, think i think all nodes is in the same state yeah because they're missing oh, like sorry, 12, all nodes, or something. Not, not auto state all nodes yeah gotcha yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think uh, if they never do a uh, a Pego transaction again, they will be in their nice little box of never being able to be slashed. I mean, honestly, at all times, we all feel like we're in a box of not mattering, right? Yeah. Or is it just me? Is it me? <laughs> so I wonder, Schultzy, if they actually leave the, like if they get knocked out of the Val set, for example, and then come back in, if it will then fix that. So there is one poor validator that just gets slashed all the time for Pego because they're right. Like they teeter totter in and out of the, the, um, cause you've only got six hours, right? And so when someone gets jailed, they always get promoted and then they get jailed. If that makes sense, because they seriously, like, that's because you have to restart uh... Pego once you get in the, the, um, the active set, right? Because it just, it doesn't process transactions out of it. And once you get, in the set you have to restart it to make it work and then so they keep getting promoted and jailed promoted and jailed promoted and jailed. i've seen it probably 20 times that poor schmuck so yeah, it's definitely one of those situations where obviously the foundation engineers everybody doesn't give a fuck about that particular situation that particular edge case and like a lot of people would be like, well, you know, economic incentives come into play here. You know, they, they could just work out a way of monitoring it and restarting it. It's like, yeah, maybe in a bull market. <laughs> I mean, you could write a script in 10 minutes to like detect that it's not doing anything and restart it. Or yeah. just run CronTab, which is what we do. CronTab every hour. Just I'm listening, just, <laughs> just reboot it every hour. Yeah. Have you tried turning it off and turning it on again? Yes. 24 times a day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let, it was every two hours, and that wasn't enough. Because <laughs> then Noel was getting alarms. That's, that reminds me yeah, of... Yeah. I, I monitor like a couple of people's pegos who I care about. 
And um, Schulte is like one of said people that I monitor for just as a backstop in case there's something wrong with his monitoring at some point. And he, I had to, I had to change my monitoring template just to account for his fucking teeter tottering over the, uh, <laughs> like catching up and lagging and catching up and lagging. So we are doing it. all the best practices. It just stops. I, I don't know. Whatever so works, right? Schultz, yeah. like the the hour that it restarts on is like enough to get five plus behind. So I I was like, this is kind of annoying waking me up at two o'clock in the morning for Schultz's <laughs> thing. Schultz's fucking so I increased up. it to 20. And then like half an hour later, I'm getting alerted again. And I'm like, 40. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm sure like there's more than 40 in seven hours or six hours. So it should be fine. But uh, well, it's all about how many bridges are are brought in right so like what i'm doing is i'm calculating the slope of the nonce over time and if it's not increasing given a certain amount of slope then i don't alert so i'm like eh. and then once it breaks over a certain point it it'll start alerting oh my goodness that is it's pretty love, like love, it's love, love, blockchain yeah. people yeah. Ta-da. <laughs> this is the future so, we're building <laughs> ever ever since like ever Cron since Cam i wrote reboot. baby's first bash script a little while ago i'm just like yeah. bash scripting everything that's great <laughs> you're 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 at a dangerous oh spot and I you are that, you are i hope that when your bash script finally bites you it is on a situation that is easily recoverable and not financially risky my my bash scripts all report they're like all all talk back to the little reporter if they don't check in or if there's an error, they get... So the what I really am talking about is the fact that, obviously, it's Bash, which is specifically Bash script rather than a shell script for some other shell, right? It's notoriously um, reliable. But the notorious reliability and lack of edge cases in the Bash language and runtime, um, kind of a rite of passage to get fucked raw by Bash at some point. Disagree. Are you suggesting that we should be doing ZSH scripts? It is well, the- Yusef is just like, disagree. Sorry, Yusef, have you never been stung by a bash script in your career? Not mine. Nulls, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's the most reliable thing that exists in life is bash script cron jobs. There's nothing more. Everything else is yeah, just... Yeah, yeah, no. I'm, talking, I'm, I'm not talking about, like... Do you mean, like... like cron job. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, not, yeah. I'm, not, I'm talking about, like, you know, the stuff that, you know, we have a, a yes. heartbeat that goes through our nodes on a cron job. Like, obviously, that's not going to fail. It's it's a three-line bash script that says <laughs> curl some stuff, I, right? But, but, I mean, as soon as you try and do a bash script that does some stuff, mm-hmm. right? My bash script does some, some stuff. stuff. It uses some stuff. It wrangles a bit of data. It maybe rights via cli to something yeah then you're gonna get fucked like you can do error handling though so it's not so much error sometimes sometimes null's point like we i write all same thing as he does like we write it where it 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 kicks out to something to say hey i started hey i stopped and if that thing fails then you know that it failed that's that's one thing but friend of the show friend of the show whisper notes which i think brendan might be in the in the chat still um i know like I know that they got caught up in something that happened. If I remember like a few months ago where they had a bash script that run that ran so good that they forgot that it was running. And the fact that it ran fucked something else up right now, that now that situation, (laughs) that situation, it's so fucking reliable that it fucks you up down the road. I could totally see that happening. I think that's what you're talking about. Alex. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember what it was, though. I remember that. I, it was Ghost. It was like something where they, I forget what it was, but it was like restarting a node based on some sort of structure similar to what Schultz's one hour thing. But that screwed them up because it wasn't like it, was like it didn't hurt any, make any harm or something, but it was like something that like the node wouldn't catch up or something was goofy and they couldn't figure out why. And they realized it was like a cron job running from, <laughs> from like 1984 that was still going and like executing <laughs> the way it should have. And, and so it was, ah. yeah. Well, that's also why one of the most famous tombstones happened of, what is it, Notice? Yes. Who had yes. like 10 tombstones all together. That's right. Because he was taking snapshots using his validator and he migrated all off. And then his snapshots kicked on and turned on his nodes. That's right. And then. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Or And it was. It- if it was that there was another one that moved it to Horcrux, but then the, they had a, a cron job to reboot the node every 24 hours. And so the original node that they turned off still had the keys on it. And so at the, at the, at the 24 hour mark, it re kicked off and it just double signed like right away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking beautiful. <laughs> restart scripts or restart scripts or, uh, well, I would say sure. don't script anything on a validator. Like that's pretty like, yeah, we don't, yeah, I don't think we yeah. do anything. I, yeah, I that's pretty ballsy. I don't think we do it. Yeah. You don't think we? I mean, you know, like we clear Wasm caches and reboot and restarts and stuff like that. But that's pretty much it. I don't think we do anything else. Like to that. be fair, any of that kind of stuff we do manually, or we do via Ansible because it it just has to. Well, Ansible, you can get into all sorts of well, different troubles well, with me, that shit too. So let me be but, like, but like, but like you know, I've, I've got into the situation before where we've nuked a production. Like I think one of the I think the the spiciest bash fuck up was the error handling on a large scale very popular database this was bear in mind nearly 10 years ago um in a certain edge case uh when it errored out while flushing to disk it did not return the expected unix error code Mm -hmm. it returned some other fucking code which meant that you couldn't rely on the error handling in your bash script and so what happened essentially was it just didn't. It basically hung infinitely in while uh, sort of dumping a backup. Um, but while the backup should have been pretty quick, like five seconds or something, right? So it was something like it hung. So there was a switcheroo that happened if one was down, but it wasn't down. It was just hung, and the error code never returned an error. So the other the it didn't go. Oh, ha over to the one that was is live the the b copy the a is down it just went oh at the moment the a is just doing a routine thing maybe it's garbage collecting i'm sure it'll only take a second or two but you know if it doesn't send out an error code then it's probably fine and there's no additional check in line in a bash script to be like oh i've i'll just sleep 10 and see if the thing happened because obviously not it's still hung on the first thing and so the production database was just locked up it was just and it was like what the fuck? Why is this? Why is this endpoint not returning? Why is this entire site and system down? And then we had to just like SSH onto a bunch of boxes and just be like, the B copy's fine. Why is the B copy not running? What the fuck? And then eventually you find this hanging cron job where it's like, you know, some PID has been running for 18 hours and you're like, hmm. 18 days. Yeah, something has gone badly wrong with this uh, with this database backup, and for some reason, no further action has been taken by anything. Um, yeah, but it wasn't the end of the world um, because it was only open data, and nobody ever fucking looks at that half the time. So, <laughs> brutally honest. Uh, yeah, the, how, what, know, if, if you're a government, right? If you're a government and you want to hide shit. 
if you're, that if like you're but a set E could have fucking uh, taken care of <laughs> set E. <laughs> If you're a government and you want to hide some some stuff, right? You don't want people to know about. The best way you can do it is publish it as open data. It's a learn bash. <laughs> Said Dashy for life. The, put it on the internet and trust that nobody will ever bother to fucking look it up. Bash Dashy for life, baby. Oh, that's so funny. You'll get fucked one day. Yeah, you will. Yeah, that's okay. But it'll be non-critical. It's all right. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it'll be fine. I mean, our, our, well, we run archives too. We have so many, like our scripts are so fuck it. The same type of thing. Like it's, it's a, it's a delicate balance of trying, trying to get these things snapshot and get them off. And I think the sure saving- thing we do is like deleting ZFS snapshots with the script. Yeah. Same with ours. Yeah. yeah Cause that seems to work pretty good. So yeah. When it works. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, ah? <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I think they were pretty reliable, to be honest. Like, it's pretty repeatable, seems to be. Oh, they're definitely reliable. That's yeah. what you're just saying. It's like sometimes it can be a little bit too reliable. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, how's your um, Aleo uh, been going? Our so- Aleo, Aleo, Leo. Uh, I see a lot of talk about the. Um, the uh, issues associated to those nodes halting. Ours also gives up the ghost every every 12 hours or less and all that kind of stuff. So I'm using your bash script to identify if it's moving and if not, it's restarting. And that is helping. Like it is keeping it up on, on point um, and it is staying at the head. So it's doing pretty well. It doesn't, re- it doesn't report block height very regularly. Like my graphs look like shit, but it is, it is actually, keeping up in the last 10 hours actually been pretty solid so i don't know if something's changing with that as well i haven't rebuilt that i mean i just i'm just pulling up the latest commit on that on that um that uh branch and hopefully it you know so i do see some changes in there i I do hope that this will get solved and we can move on to something more pressing than than this issue you guys need to share your zabbix config for it i want to see i want your template sure man do you use zabbix yeah, yeah, I use Zabbix for most most monitoring. So, like, oh. I use Zabbix for monitoring uh, most like server infrastructure, and then mm-hmm. Grafana Prometheus for like specific things generally. So, normally, I would use Grafana Prometheus for Alio, but if you guys already have a template, then uh, I do. Yeah. Hey, man, we'll we'll bring we'll you invite into you. the uh, bring into the, the fold, brother. Private repo. Bring into the fold. What? Yeah. There's yeah. a private. Oh my god. There is, of course. I did, there's we there's always a I private didn't know repo, right? You're a Zabbix man. Yeah, I say Zabbix all the time, and no one chimes in and is like, "Yeah, man." I, I know he sucked. He he sucked me. Well, that's weird. He, <laughs> he pulled me into the the Zabbix. What, what what I was pulling in. What I what I've been doing is similar to you. I like all my all my alerting. I'm trying to get into Zabbix. I'm trying to get everything into Zabbix. I still have a bunch of stuff that's that's still in then in Grafana. So I'm trying to use Grafana for metrics and Zabbix for notifications. This is kind of my goal. Grafana alerting um, is dog shit. I, I just don't trust it. And yeah. like, um, it's either too much or too little. And like, I, I just really struggle. And some of it works really well, you know, like, like, you know, say price feeders and shit like that. Like those are still fine, but, but um, I am trying to move everything into Zabbix that way. And then that allows me to monitor like, you know, just all the other stuff like Docker and smart D and like everything else on the, cause we, we track a bunch of hardware shit and everything else. But yeah, we, I'm starting to do that more and more. I just actually added 40 freaking L1 and L2 nodes on the Ethereum side for all our shit there too, which is such a pain in the ass. 
So my Shilti, my my game plan was start using Zabbix, get some MVP templates on it, shill it to the gang until they start using it and do vastly better shit than me to be able to get back off them. (laughs) 